This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome to Conspiracy Beer Me. I'm Justin Scranton. I'm Shane Smith. Oh, yeah. And you're listening to the podcast that's making conspiracies fun again. And today, we're talking about kill your social media before it kills us all. Please, for the love of God. Let it, let it we just, can't, because we need to you know, talk to you folks. <laughs> Everybody yeah, else, know. fuck it. But after this, after what I've, I'm going to share with you all today, uh, man, it is, uh, it's a dangerous world out there. It is. I mean, it's, it's been in the news a lot. Uh, I guess Elon Musk uh, bought Twitter. And now he's tanking it. <laughs> he's <laughs> yeah. doing a great job. Yeah, man. He's he's fired everybody, basically. He's like the yep. only guy in charge. He's uh, requiring 85-hour work weeks. It's like, did you not get the memo? People aren't coming to work. Well, he's the chief twit. Is he that, is. that, that He That's named he, himself yeah. that. Um, mm-hmm. That is correct. So we're we're going to talk a little bit about uh, social media and uh, Russian interference. It's very, very interesting okay. and sort of mind-blowing. And uh, thanks. So we have a lot of people. Who signed up uh, via Spotify? We got, yeah, we got some Spotify Premium. Thank you so much for signing up. We have a lot of you that signed up. If you're on, uh, there's we still a patron available. Uh, go ahead and sign up there. Yeah. Five dollars a month, four extra episodes. If you like our guests uh, on a yeah. free episode, you'll like them on the patron episode. So uh, yeah, join us, follow us. Patrons fun, and uh, yeah. if you live in Raleigh, let us know. Hit us up, and come sit in on a on yeah an episode. Yeah, that'd be yeah, super so, fun. Um, okay. Uh, I'm really excited to talk about this topic today because it involves social media. Okay. And our guest today, who's a repeat guest on the podcast, yeah, incredibly funny comic, but also I think he's at least in the local game, he's mastered the social media game better than any local comic. Oh. He, when I say local comic, this guy is—he's <laughs> more than a Raleigh guy. I used to tune in for shirts. He had some good shirts he was highlighting in his social media. Have you done that <laughs> recently? Well, oh, no, I deleted well, 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 Welcome back to the pod. Ryan Irwin, how you doing? Hello. Thank you. I am doing fantastic, like always. Um, that shirt thing on TikTok, I was doing like a voting poll trend, and man, did those videos tank hard. And so I just hit all of them, because apparently when videos like don't do well, it like hurts your overall algorithm. Oh, really? Oh, so okay. I thought, I was like, this is how I'm going to be famous. And I did a, a 32 shirt poll. Not a, like I had like four or five people comment on every video, and that's about it. Oh man! And I was like, okay, well, this did not go as planned. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is uh, that's really interesting in how it folds into our story today. Um, and I think I, I, you know I don't know how to quite get into this, but you guys have you guys have posted something, and you just told an example. But like sometimes I'll put something out on Facebook, and if it doesn't get a like within like. 12 seconds, I'm like, oh, that's fucking oh, dumb. I'm yeah. delete, delete. I'm that way right? I read it. And I'm like, oh, downvotes no, down immediately? Yes. Fuck all you, I'm out. Yeah, no, absolutely. No, right. like, I I will post something, and one time on TikTok, I gave it three minutes, and I only had one <laughs> like, and I was like, we're done. We're done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This what clearly was, is not what? trending. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what was I thinking? You know? I was like, mm-hmm, um, no, thank you. It, it not really uh, is, a, is a nice stepping stone to talk about uh, what we're going to get to today. 
just to be clear how I got to this is exactly what we're talking about, which was um, Paul Pelosi, uh, husband of mm-hmm. Speaker Nancy Pelosi, horrific attack mm-hmm. uh, in his home in San Francisco. Assailant breaks in, demands to find where Nancy is, um, and, and uh, Paul Pelosi was in bed asleep. Asks if he can use the bathroom. His phone is in there. He dials nine one one and then talks to the guy, like a, a you know, like just as a normal person. But the nine one one operator is like something's amiss, right? Yeah, because who says I'm taking a shit in here? Don't just you can assault me when I get out. <laughs> yeah, nobody's it's like something's going on. With something's this call. something's yeah. off. Police arrive. There's a scuffle for a hammer. I think the one thing the media in fairness, maybe have overplayed was like, you know, he hit him, he cracked his skull, which I think that is true. I think most people hear that and think like his brain was exposed. I think like his part of his skull was fractured, but it wasn't life threatening. And I'm I'm not, again, I'm not diminishing what happened. I'm just saying. I mean, he went through surgery. He had to go. Yeah. I just put back together the whole thing. but, but, But what was interesting is that, in the aftermath of this, this conspiracy theory emerged. Are you talking about the fake video of him falling down the stairs? No. Oh, oh people were shit. saying that, like, that him and Nancy, there's a video, and it alleged, from behind it, allegedly, it doesn't look like Nancy and Paul Pelosi, and then they're so drunk that they couldn't walk up the Fall, stairs, and right. Paul falls uh, up the stairs. Yeah, yeah. No, this, this one involved... The assailant being his secret lover. Oh, his secret gay lover. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, listen, us homosexuals are everywhere, but we don't have to be. Like, <laughs> yeah. We don't need to be in this situation. Please leave yeah, us out right. of it. Yeah. And, and there were there were these these facts like that. How you know that people were like, well, how did he get past? They live in a gated community. Well, no, they don't. They live on the side of a street in like one of the nicest streets in San Francisco. It's like, why were they both in their underwear? Well, they were not. Paul Pelosi was in his underwear because he was in bed yeah. when this attack. Like, where was the security detail? Well, they were with Nancy Pelosi in Washington. She wasn't, you know. So there were all these, like, falsehoods that I was reading on these message boards. And I started, like, countering them mm-hmm. with, like, sourced information. Sometimes from the actual statement of the person who broke in. Oh, right, yeah. Where he, like, they were, like... He was explaining, like he just admitted what he was there to do. I've never gotten so attacked before. Yeah. Like what you had said, like, like I posted one thing within minutes, I had like 35 down votes. Yeah. And it literally was like me dispelling a myth and backing it up with sources. And I was like, this is crazy. Was this on Reddit? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I stopped using the, I stopped going to the main subreddits I used to go to because troll, like Russian trolls have taken them over. This is where we're getting to. Hell yeah. Like, I was blown away. I only use Reddit for Survivor data. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, I love Survivor. I went up at last. Someone cast me. Yeah. Well, we're going to make that happen. <laughs> yeah, we'll get you there. Uh, well, the, yeah, so I, I was struck by it, not only in my case, in the couple threads I posted on, but I saw these, like, very, very similar talking points on multiple platforms. Mm-hmm. And then when anybody came out and said like yeah that's not true the backlash was just so intense and Mm -hmm. i was like something's some this is an orchestrated attempt to control the narrative it was very obvious to me yeah so that led me to what i learned today which is just as you said uh there has been since 2014 a russian agency who has spent hundreds upon hundreds of millions of dollars 
doing one thing, and that is finding cracks and fissures in American culture and inserting themselves into those arguments and dominating the narrative to create valleys in between us. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that is absolutely insane. Right? So, so okay, here's where we, where we are. It's, uh, it's the art of what they call desa. Desa. How do you say D-E-Z-A? It's short for uh, disinformation. Oh, yeah. De, de. I'm, not, I'm not doing a very good Russian. Right? <laughs> That's all right. That was I'm like sure. Disinformation. <laughs> Where's Hopper from Stranger Things? Oh, yeah. Deja. Deja. Okay. So they, that's what that's the goal is they get deja. Okay. And so they have this office in St. Petersburg. Employs, you know, a couple hundred people. It's funded by uh, a billionaire Russian oligarch. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, it, and it has a name that's really uh, the Internet Research Agency. Okay. And like they, 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 it's been infiltrated by Western journalists. And they're like, it's just a big room where you go in and you sit at like a very like monotone, like just desk with a single computer and you're just working amongst all these people. But they just get to talk shit all day. What a job. I mean, being an internet troll, honestly, (laughs) I work at Chick-fil-A. So like (laughs) I'm on my feet for like seven hours a day. I'm like, I, I would be willing to hurt America's democracy for a paycheck. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And I I think most of the people that work there that I read about, they were like, like two things. One, they were like, I don't really like um, like this part of America. I don't like. And then also like I need the money. And this is like yeah. it's like decent money. So, yeah. And they they so this group, Inter- Internet Research Agency, is the ones that uh, orchestrated Project Lakta. Lakta. L-A- There's so many consonants that don't go together. <laughs> L-A-K-H-T-A. Lakta. L-A-K-H-T-A. That sounds right. Lakta. Which was the uh, official name of the social media campaign to elect Donald Trump? Oh, mm. now I know that that uh, Trump organization does not think that Russia influenced the American public. The Russians definitely like it was. They celebrated when Trump won. They, yeah. It was like, look what we can do. Like, and that's the part that was most baffling when people are like, Russia didn't interfere with our elections. How could they? I was like, they're literally saying they did. <laughs> they, 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 like, unabashedly, were yeah, like, yeah, like, we yeah that's def- us. I yeah, like, we did that. Yeah. Right. Even the Taliban and Al Qaeda was never that brazen. They're like, yeah, let's, let's let them see yeah. if they can figure it out. And they're like, yeah. it was us. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just, I was always like, guys, they, they said they did it. Yeah. They- so the, 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 in the aftermath of essentially like we literally influence the, the superpower of the world's election, mm-hmm. they were like, let's see what else we can do. And the oligarch was like, double the budget. Right. And so, they shifted their priority from like elections because they, they did 2016, they did 2018, and they were like, let's look for areas in American discourse where people are ripe for manipulation. Mm. So again, just think of the hot button issues, and that's where they, they, they're like, let's focus on those. So what they did is they come into work with the time lapse, right? A little, they're a little bit ahead of us. And they start scanning alt-right and alt-left news sources for controversial topics. Mm. So, and so you come in, you're like, oh, look at this. People are mad about this on, 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 on r slash, you know, Trump or, you know, r slash liberal. Like, we'll just find these news stories and then we'll create social media posts. 
you know, tweets, Facebook, Instagram. Anyway, they'll create these posts. And then they literally see what people like and share. Hmm. And once you do that, then you're like, hey, hey, this is trending. And then the whole room is like, jumps on it and just bombards Mm -hmm. the media Hmm. with whatever you have found that is making people angry. And they had this great turn, this great turn. Liberale reservala, which means a liberal was torn apart. (laughs) So like they would yell out like, liberale reservala, which means like the liberals are mad, like we got them. Like the conservatives are sharing this and the liberals are mad about it. And it's just going viral because we've, we've put some disinformation out into the, the American social media and it's taking hold. So you just had hundreds of people sitting in a room doing this all day. I mean, separate yourself from the, you know, the morality of it. That's got to be a good time. If you don't care, you know. Yeah, it's not, literally, yeah. I mean, honestly, <laughs> Gen Z would love that. They're all about let it burn. Like, I, when my students <laughs> no. are just like, America was going to hell in a handbasket, so like, why not? I'm like, they'd be all for this if it was the other way around. So I'm like, you know what? Yeah. Don't try me with a good time. <laughs> yeah, like. yeah I, I mean, look, you're right. And and in fact, one of the things they did with the people that work there is they 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 definitely baited them with ideals that were what they considered Western, right? So there's certain things about our culture that, for example, Russia tends to be a pretty homophobic Mm-hmm. you know, country as, as a whole. I don't want to be too stereotypical, but like... Not with Daddy Putin. I know. <laughs> Daddy Putin. Short King. What up? <laughs> you like, we love did you see king. the picture of him on a horse? Oh, yeah. No, no. It was a honestly, pony. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was like, oh, that was a brave choice. Good for him. Yeah, well, he... they So, like, things like that, where they're like, we don't like... We don't like this idea of uh, they don't like racial equality. So it was easy to get people to sort of focus on those ideas. And so one that just came out, this journalist did a fantastic job of tracking this down, is both hilarious at points, terrifying the entire way through, but very insightful, is the Russian campaign against the feminist movement that emerged in the wake of Trump's election. Mm. So... This is going back. At this point, it seems like a long time ago. But do you remember, like, after Trump was elected? The pink hats. The pink hats. Yeah. And the marches in the, the middle march. of winter. Right. Yeah. So there was a yeah. January 2017 March for Women. Which, can we stop for a second and realize that's almost six years ago? Isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy? Wild. Yeah. yeah. COVID years. COVID years is COVID like years a, leap, a leap year or something. Yeah. Because it, right, it does not seem that long. It's no. so weird. You could almost make a board game where all you had to do was pick the event that's older. Oh, yeah. Because it'd be like the Women's March, mm-hmm. the Pink Hat March, or the Tiger King series. And people would be like, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it seemed that like the Tiger King happened. I remember watching that live. Like, the episodes were coming out. And mm-hmm. I just, like, the first episode, someone's like, it's a little weird. And I was like, I don't know if I'm into it. And, like, at the start of the second episode, I was like, what on <laughs> earth is happening in Oklahoma? <laughs> like... And I, I binged that whole thing. Oh, yeah. I was just like, I just remember like, I was like, it was a, I don't know if Tiger King would have been successful had it come out like six months earlier. No. I, no, no, I think, I right. think it perfect, took perfect. everyone being at home being like, well, what do we do now? Yeah. I guess we watched this thing about this 
gay thruple who owns tigers? <laughs> like, where two of the men are straight? Like, what? And Carol Baskin is allegedly a murderer? Like, uh, it, it was the perfect timing for Tiger King. It was. Right. And and, so and, and and also, I mean, in fairness, perfect timing for, uh, you know, this women's march, especially if you can remember this. And it's hard to remember this because of what happens next. But the whole idea of the march was like, it's all it's all women, right? Which is how they, they got a three million women, one of the largest I gatherings. Mean, I marched there. So Did what? you march in D.C.? Yeah. No, I marched in the local one. Well, that doesn't. How does that not count? Women are everywhere. And dudes that support them. I think ladies. the one in DC the was, one in DC was, was like, huge. It was huge. But I think it, it was, was just I think it was supposed to be just What? I think if you were a dude, you were supposed to like just like maybe drive or like free what? Really? That sounds crazy to me. Really? I don't know. I honestly don't I can't remember that far back. I remember a lot of men at the Salt Lake one. Yeah. I was at the one in Raleigh. Yeah, me But know. I'm saying like I, I I don't know. That's everyone that I know that went to DC was a woman. That's all I'm. I don't know any men that went to DC. Okay. Okay. They I don't like, think you it was stay like... home with the kids. You you support your wife. You you whatever you. Okay. I'm sure there were some men. I don't think you should. I don't look. I'm going to go on record. If you did go, <laughs> you shouldn't have gone. Well, I just no. I disagree with that. Like I went to the Black Lives Matter marches. Me too. It's. it's and it's, I'm it's, a woman. It's. I, I, think, <laughs> I, think, I think. I think that's different. I think that's Is different. It? I think the march is for in solidarity and support. I don't think it's like okay, that's this is fair. ours. Like that that's my understanding because even like back in the sixties, like the civil rights marches, I, while it was predominantly African American people, like there were white yeah, people yeah. interspersed in there. Well, I, I understand your I understand your point. I, I my, understand like the logic of like maybe it should just be geared for this one group of people, but I think to arbitrarily go, No, we don't want your support here. <laughs> that's it, Trump. I, I think that I think that yeah. I feel like I read stuff where it was like you can support you can support your female friends by doing this, 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 this. Those are Russian trolls. Maybe <laughs> they didn't want a good turnout. <laughs> no, they, they 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 went crazy on this parade, but let we'll get there. Okay. Uh-huh. My point is that that I thought the thing was like, it's going to be 3 million women Oh, where, okay. where if they were like, this is a, this is a March. I thought it was a March of women, not for women uh, of, it was like a women's uh, like the march. million man March was not a million. Then they had the march. million women March. Uh, okay. Right. Mm-hmm. So I, it, 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 maybe I'm wrong and I don't know if it really matters. I just know there were 3 million people there. And it was a really big moment politically. Yeah. And these this Russian IRA, Internet Research Agency, which great name. I know. I was going to say it sounds it's a lot a, like Irish Republican Army, which is why would they do that? Yeah. But it also sounds like somebody doesn't know how to name stuff. Just like, oh, yeah. Like it's the Internet Research <laughs> yeah. Agency. Also, the R is backwards. So why does it sound the same forward and backwards? <laughs> I don't know how this works. Well, uh, they started uh, in 2000. Uh, Late 2016, leading up to the march, they started sort of testing theories. So like, just like I said, they would throw something yeah. out and see what happens. One of them, they would be like, uh, "What's so they fit?" Their first strategy was, "Let's pit women against each other." Mm. So they 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 had hashtags or tweets like, "Why black feminists don't owe Hillary Clinton their support?" Oh, so they started that whole thing about like black women don't oh they in fact they turned they 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 went hard trying to turn black women against white women um so they got hard no they no. went hard <laughs> they were like this is we're so excited to do this guys <laughs> this is so good uh they started tweeting about how 
uh, trans women felt excluded from the movement and not accepted. Mm. They talked about how they, they tweeted all these things about how this is a middle upper class women's movement and it's leaving out lower class. So I, I like you might remember, I like, remember all so- this stuff was like, I remember seeing stuff like that where it's like, you know, like all these marches, all these things, like it's great for like women who have money or power, but like women who like, you know, work right. yeah. uh, full time and as a single mom to three kids, like she can't go to this march. She can't, right. she won't like, like this isn't necessarily her battle. I remember right. seeing stuff like that, but I'm like, yeah. it is her battle. Like if anyone, it matters more to her than the, right. Than, than the, the, the other women. And yeah. they, 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 Took women who were uh, conservative women who were pro life, for example, and, and made posts about how they didn't feel welcome there. If you're not, you know, radically pro choice, and and all they're doing is these were things again. They don't create issues; they just they hurt. find them and trumpet them and drive the wedge deeper to create. Again, they take fissures and they make them valleys. Wild, and so and and like the one that blew me away was they're the ones that came. Have you ever seen like a, a TikTok or a, a, a short video where it's like, watch blank shut down a feminist? Yeah. That was the Russian trolls who wow. came up with. Yes. No, I promise you. I'm on TikTok, for, first of all, for too long. Too long. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, cause I popped off. Like when I had downloaded TikTok within a month, I had 80,000 followers. Yes. Crazy. Like I popped That's- off and then I have plateaued for a year mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter what I seem to post, like nothing trends, but I see all these like innocuous, like ridiculous trends where I'm like, why does this have 400,000 likes? Right. Like, why does it? Uh, because they've gamed the system. And so they create this I'm thing. Like, why does, the, why is this trend a thing? Why is right. this? Got an idea. Mm. Feminists hate this shirt. What do you say? We'll bring your shirt thing back, but make it about <laughs> let's, let's, let's drive a wedge in between the bonobos, peoples, and the uh, whoever. Do they sell shirts? I don't know. <laughs> now, this part. Are there socks? I don't know. <laughs> this next part is, uh, I'm going to admittedly say, is both, in my mind, the funniest part, but also like the worst, most offensive okay. part in some regard. Because then... After they tried to drive women against women, then they were like, let's just make fun of women generally. Hmm. And they were just trying to cast this march as something sort of desperate. Mm-hmm. So they tweeted all these. They, they they created a hashtag that was like rename the women's march. And then they followed that up with just a bombardment of names for the march instead oh, of man. calling it the women's march. So they called it they called it things like why doesn't anyone love me march which, oh, which is like these are just comedians that that's are, what these are, are just these this are just, just a, an open mic roast this is what it is it's an open mic roast i mean some of them are not funny like uh the strong women constantly playing the victim march the coyote ugly bitch fest march the liberal trail of tears the cramp camp I do like the lonely Brutal. cat that's lady. That's the only one that actually is pretty. The lonely chuckle. cat lady march. Oh well, that one's good too. That was. I mean, that's come on. Yeah. I think. I think that that's. I like the a, last one for the mouthfeel. The cramp. The cramp, cramp camp. Cramp the camp. Alliteration. Yeah, the alliteration. That's the word. And look, I, again, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not advocating for these Russian trolls, but this is what they. I mean, this is the stuff you would see. What a job that would get retweeted because it was like in this 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 idea would get just sort of conservatives would pick up on it be like oh this is so funny yeah and so that's how they did that was their next tactic yeah like 
Honestly, someone who is on TikTok a lot, I, I just started posting things again, and they're going abysmal because <laughs> that's what you do. That's what TikTok does. It punishes you when you leave the app. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. Yeah. It's so, a like, jealous, I have a video that has only 100 views and like 10 likes, and I have 80,000 followers. And yeah, I put that same video on Instagram at the same time, and it has over 1,000 views and over 200 likes. Like, it's just like, it's so interesting how like TikTok yeah. will like punish you um, if you're not frequently on it. But uh, I remember seeing. Uh, one guy make a video and now I'm like, oh, is that video true? I don't know. Because what are you talking about? Is the song A, B, C, D, E, F, U, that song? Mm-hmm. It's like a breakup song mm-hmm. or whatever. He went back to the TikToker's initial video where she said, hey, I'm writing a song. Like, give me some song suggestions. And one of them said, one of the comments said a breakup song. And another one said, uh, sing the alphabet. And so the, she like, oh, let's take these two ideas and combine it together. And the whole TikTok videos presented it as if she had created it via TikTok. But then the guy went through and clicked on the two commenters' profile, found the profile picture and the name that matched them on LinkedIn, and they were executives at the record label she was signed at. Oh, shit. They had already written the song before she made the TikTok. And the TikTok was the promotional video they were making to make it feel like the video on TikTok was... But here's the thing. I don't know if that guy who made that video made that up. Right. Yeah. I have no, no idea. Have no idea what's real. If right? that video. And so now no, I'm like, did she really write that song on TikTok? Or was the song already written and they made, decided to make it? Because t- if yes. they made the song and then the TikTok, I'm like, brilliant. Because I remember seeing that first video right. and seeing her first rendition. I was like, okay, that that's a bop. Yeah. Right. And then, you know, like six months later, it's top 10 albums. Like, it's like everywhere. Right, right, and like right. TikTok is the new, like seeing a comedian in a small club or seeing a musician at a small club where you like, Oh, I love these guys. Yeah. And you feel like I, I was there when it got started. started right? yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, then, and so that's the sort of thing. Like when you're talking about these, like they just throw out these hashtags, throw out these things. Like it's literally like how TikTok and other social medias are now where it's just kind of like, we throw things out there. I have so many videos that I put on TikTok that I was like, this isn't funny, but I got to post twice a day, whatever. Right, right. And like some videos that I like, said an innocuous phrase popped off like a million views and i was like i don't even know i right. don't even find this funny right yeah, yeah. But, right, right, no, right but then i've been posting Chris today and things that i thought were hysterical i was like okay well this got like three thousand views so like i'm hurt but like <laughs> yeah. it just like and that's definitely what these trolls are doing like we're just throwing things out there whatever sticks that's what we run with and then, right. yeah. and then you have a room of 150 people running with that same idea just like, this is working comment why like, are we doing Kyle, we need a Russian troll farm for comedians. <laughs> yeah. Russian troll right. farm. Let's come down to the duty. Well, we do we'll do it a, a little of... bit when, when like, somebody's like, like I, I posted on Reddit yeah, like, this, this show. Can you go yeah. upload it? Oh, that. Yeah. But, I mean, more if, like, someone says something in a comment. We don't even, I've said this before. We don't need a stage. Fuck a comedy club. We'll just record on this brick wall here and just pretend. Just pump, pipe. Pump oh, no, in. The, don't do that. No. We're going to do it. I remember seeing one guy on Instagram during the pandemic. He's like, well, since comedy clubs are closed, I'm just going to perform in my room. And there's oh, no. no audience. And it's not even, like, on Zoom. He just, like, recorded himself doing stand-up and, like, stopped where they were supposed to be laughing. I was like, I'm literally quitting comedy. Did he, did he put laughs in? See, that's, no, he, that's like, where stopped we're gonna do for it, right? laps. <laughs> and I was like, oh. Uh, did he crowd work? Like, oh How you God. doing tonight, sir? Oh, you're not talking to me. No, huh? but like I just remember watching that and being like, I hate internet comedy so much right now. Yeah, but that's the thing is like you don't like all these people are becoming they're playing clubs without ever doing comedy that's in a club. Right. Like it oh, just blows my mind. I've, I've, I've opened for a few. Oh yeah, yeah. So some of I. them I will say this: there have been somewhere I'm like, damn, you're like a legit headliner, and there are some where it's like, oh, bless your heart. Yeah, I think they the do confidence. a Q, those people do a Q and A for the last 25 minutes. Uh huh. 
Like, <laughs> I got 22 I'm not naming minutes names. Of, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm not either because I still will work for you. That's it. <laughs> I will perform for you anywhere you pay me. But some of them, I'm like, this is not stand up. No. Well, after uh, uh, trying to uh, redub the march and all these sort of like ways that would uh, attract the Fox News crowd. And I, again, I, I, I want to be clear about this. Like, they were not just geared towards the conservatives. They were geared towards conservatives will like this and, and, and liberals will hate this. As long as people are talking about talk, it. Yeah. Right, and they would come from both sides of this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Because I remember seeing posts where, like, I would see friends who have a very strong liberal background who would post, like, can you believe they would think this? And then, like, conservative people would comment on, like, no, like we actually don't. don't right, 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 yeah. right, right. And no. they're like, you're spreading misinformation. They're like, of, I could never. I'm a liberal. I was like, okay, oh, actually, yeah. we can. We do it all the time. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was about this time after, let me say this, after the march, where the Russians found sort of the, the, the golden egg uh, or the goose that at least laid it, which was uh, in the form of Linda Sarsour. Uh, I did not know of this person until this this story sort of, captured me she is a palestinian uh a palestinian descent but a brooklyn native new york wears a hijab and she was one of the three founders of that march one of the like principal founders of the women's march um she was at the time a rising star in the sort of like sort of mold of uh uh aoc like that sort of like very, Omar. Yeah, very progressive, like Bernie Sanders had featured her at some campaign events. The one kind of like wrinkle in her resume was that she's Palestinian and she was like not pro-Israel because, um. right. And, and, and that's its own issue in, within those political communities where radical, I mean, not radical, when leftist Jewish leaders are like, if you are Palestinian and you don't support the Israeli state, you shouldn't be, you're not a right. That was like the one sort of fissure in this whole thing, and the Russians found it, mm. right? Because by all other accounts, I mean, she's pro-labor, she's pro-women, she's pro-choice, she's all this stuff. But she's also like, I am not just blindly pro-Israel, like Palestine has a place at this table, and they exploited it. And on January 21st at 7 p.m., a Russian agent pretending to be a conservative white Southerner by the handle at 10 underscore GOP tweeted that she favored uh, Shahira law mm. within minutes. It had racked up 1,686 replies and over 8,000 retweets within He's, minutes. He said she likes Sharia law. She said she did Shari- Sharia 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 Sharia. Oh, my Sharona. Yeah, no. that's it. Yeah, yeah. No, he tweeted and said she said this. She, she supports she, Sharia law. She, yes, oh, she favored Sharia law. The next day, 1,200 different accounts had published similar Holy narratives. Shit. Over 1,700 different social media like accounts. So within a day, the story is she's a radical Muslim. Crazy. She is radically Islamic and she is anti-Semitic. And this is and it blows up. And then they're like, oh, we got her. Like we've got the thing. Right. And so uh you remember that guy? He 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 I can't remember why he got canceled, but he was a outspoken conservative, but is Milo, I don't know how to pronounce the last name. Yanopoulos. Oh, yeah, yeah, Mother yeah, of yeah. Pearl. We don't claim him. Yeah, that guy. Yes, he was uh <laughs> he, he was like he was like that one of those 
Guys, it's like I can't be racist because I only fuck black guys. Yeah. That was like his like whole thing. But then you're like, mm, I don't think that's right. No, you can definitely you be, be racist. racist. Yeah. You can be married to someone and be racist. Yes. Like, yeah, for sure. Um, so uh, so they got him on the train of like, like she's she's this radical Islam. So that became his crusade where she was supposed to speak at a college and he organized like a massive protest. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. And like she was, she, I think she actually spoke at that one, but then she was no longer allowed to speak on certain campuses because at this point she's just like this radical, like anti-Semitic figure. And like, like liberals were coming out going like, how can you, how can you allow this to be part of your movement? And the movement began, like began to fracture. Like, literally, it destroyed that entire, like, 2017 Women's March of 3 million. Like, the next one that happened years later, I mean, the next year, was like a non, it was like a non-entity. Yeah, and they let men in. <laughs> <laughs> this whole time, Shane's been thinking men were in it. I know, crazy. Um, yeah, he... We do ruin everything. Milo <laughs> caught her a, a, a ticking time bomb of progressive horror, which then, at... 10 underscore GOP, the Russian pretending to be a Southern white guy, retweets that, gets like 6,000 likes in a matter of minutes. It got so bad, like her brother had a restaurant. He had to shut his restaurant down and quit because people were outside, like standing there. And they just they just threw everything at, like anything. So like one example I heard, which was like pretty much her death now, um, was she was talking uh, to a group of students and it was something about standing up for what is right, just and fair. And she said, that's a real jihad or something to that effect. Uh, and a, g- a, a jihad literally means a righteous cause. Yeah. She's trying to make the argument that like a jihad isn't a terrorist attack. Right. It's doing the right thing and being, being just and moral in your actions. She's taking the word back and reclaiming the word, but yep. you know, 10 underscore GOP was like, she just called for a jihad in front of students and that's what like did it crazy we're like this 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 woman now says like yeah like it's it's sort of over now for me but i also i'll never get a job at a corporation right like i'll never be able to hold public office and it's all because russian disinformation agents found a way to take something 3 million women showing up and marching together and they found these fissures and they exploited it and and literally like even though they now that that was like right after that is when twitter remember when twitter shut down like thousands upon thousands oh, yeah. of, of, of accounts well then they just went to facebook and instagram and yeah. they went to reddit and they and now they're back on twitter thanks musk and then and then what's what when i go think of that and i go back to that moment where i'm like how is it that these different message boards that i'm going to i'm seeing the exact same things yeah. repeated. And I'm like, that is the same exact thing that we're talking about. Yeah. Well, and this is the sort of thing, like when I was a teacher, like I kept telling students, I'm like, first of all, you do not be on, you do not need to be on social media. You, you can't possibly process and comprehend what you're, because as adults, we're like, oh damn, that was a lie. I thought I fact checked that. Right. Like, yeah. I'm at, like right. being 12 and then your body dysmorphia and going through puberty and like trying to form your identity. And then you don't even know what's real or not 
because it, like online can distort and twist everything. It's just like you don't need that in your life. Like, because like we're struggling as adults to be like, is this real? Is this a Russian yeah, troll? Yeah. Like, is this or is this like actual like people's opinions or thoughts? Or is this like some uh thought bank that's just like right. giving us our thoughts? Um, or like our our uh uh, not, I want to say whiz words, but that's not it. That's the say whiz buzz words. words oh, buzz buzz words. You know, my, I, my brain saw the double Z's and I was like, <laughs> yeah. oh, obviously whiz. Yeah, words um, that make you pee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like we get all these like buzz words, buzz phrases, and like, you know, like, oh, gotcha. All that gotcha ism. Yeah. Um, that it's so, it's so interesting. Um, to like that, that we're as a society like oh yeah like there is definitely like impact and uh like uh malicious uh like misrepresentation going on online but oh well we all have to be on social media <laughs> right, like, I just, yeah, like, right. it's so weird as a society that we're just like yeah we know like there's so much wrong with it but like we cannot possibly live without it like right, it's so yeah. wild to me because I want to delete TikTok, honestly, more than anything right now. Like, for the past, like, six months, I'm like, just delete it. Like, yeah. Like, even if I don't delete my account, just, like, delete it off my phone. Like, just yeah, stop yeah, using yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, Because, right. like, I, I found, like, one weekend, I was like, okay, I'm not going to get on TikTok at all. I'm like, every time I want to get on TikTok, I'm going to read 25 pages in my book. I finished a whole book in one weekend. I was like, <laughs> damn, I waste so much time yeah. Yeah. on social media that I could be reading a book, putting yeah. together a puzzle, like, living my life, working out. Yeah. Like, it's just so interesting that, like, we have become so dependent on it as yeah. a society. And, and I, I think... Knowing the perils, like, you've... Sure, sure, yes, sure, and yeah. I think that it's that dependency mm-hmm. which the Internet Research Agency realizes. Mm-hmm. And again... There are there are legitimate divisions in how we see things, but I think if anybody like I, I, for me, for example, I have very conservative family, mm. especially my wife's family, incredibly conservative. My her brother in law is a Republican legislator in the state of Louisiana. Wow! And and every time he and I sit down at his house across the counter and drink a beer and talk we disagree there's things we disagree on but we always find like more that we agree on yeah oftentimes the result is the same we just don't agree on how to get there sometimes that like like we're just like you know what we're never gonna dis. we're never gonna agree on this but you're kind right right and and i'm like so I think that's like that's probably what the norm could be. Oh, that's what it used to be. No, yeah, my brother-in-law used to work for the LA Times, and he was showing us a graphic about how in like the early two thousands, like the political divide from like Republicans Democrats, where like everyone was like on like on a scale of like zero is the middle, like true neutrality, like ten is extremism on the side. 10, yeah, um, most the Republican Democratic Party were hovering between like a two. Yeah, right. They, there were so many similarities that there were some presidential elections, like I think George H.W. Bush's first thing, where it's like they both had the same immigration policy, despite yeah, right, being a Democrat right. and a Republican. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. Right, right, and right. like that, you were so close similar. You were like just fighting over like your subtle differences. That like over time, like it showed like like presidential election by presidential election, it's this chasm where it's like if you have anything in common with the Republican Party, you hate America. Or if you have anything in common with the Democratic Party, you hate them. Like it's like the poll like and there's more people in the middle than on either side who feel like, well I guess I just like have to be one way or another. And this is why so many people are disillusioned with politics is because there has to be this divide. Like in my own family between my siblings and myself, three of my siblings are married. So between the seven of us in twenty sixteen 
we voted for four different people for president. Wow. That's <laughs> like, wild. And we all get along. Right. And like, right. we all like love each other. But like we had Trump, we had Hillary, we had Evan McMullen, and we had Gary Johnson. Like oh, we, wow. we ran the gamut on what we believed. And yet right. we're all able to like come to family parties. And you know, there are some topics where we're not going to talk about that. But otherwise, we can get along and be right. productive yeah. in the real world. That it's like, it's so infuriating that when we see like, well, if you have, I see so many posters, like if you have any Republican or conservative family members and you don't tell them off, you don't love trans people. I was like, okay, well, yeah. listen, like <laughs> yeah, that's okay. a, that's a heavy statement. Right. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. judge me by my actions and by my words, not by my family's. Yes. And like, the thing that I would, that, and I would say is, that oftentimes the person that's screaming that might actually be someone sitting in a freaking office in Russia who's inflaming. Mm, oh my gosh, I didn't yeah. think about that. Inflaming people with this idea <laughs> yeah. that if you're not doing that, like you're part of the you're not, they're dividing. Okay. The, yeah, yeah, right. Because they're they're making it seem like if like when you when I, I guess the real thing I realize is if anyone speaks in absolutisms, yeah. that should be a red flag. One hundred percent. Absolutely, it should. Uh, well, I just, oh okay, my 99%, Justin. 99%, 99%, 99%. He's right. Okay. Uh, no, no, right. I, I, I do not like absolutes. I do not like... I think the world is much more gray than it is black and white. I think that all people are capable of tremendous failure and flaws and mistakes, and I think everyone is capable of redemption. I don't think that any group of people has a monopoly on right or wrong. None of that. What I do think is that... If a foreign antagonist looks at our country and says, "Man, we can really make we can cre- we can create a cold civil war by just turning people where they just won't talk about what they have in common," yeah, and that's exactly what they're doing, and nobody's gonna fucking listen. Yeah, nobody's gonna fucking listen to it. You're gonna find the message board where your ideas are the echo chamber, and you're gonna ignore the fact that plenty of people will say you're being played. Yeah. Right. So my question, as many of the listeners have, is what do we do about this? Mm, yes. <laughs> because now you I'm like, sign okay. Sign up for the patron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where we discuss the solution. Yeah, because I'm like, that. Like, there's, there's got to be, I mean, something. Like, because at the same time, it's like, okay, we'll just like ignore misinformation. It's like, well, how do I discern misinformation? Like, how do I, like, you know, like, well, use your logic, like, use, like, citing sources and whatever, but like. It's, you know, it starts somewhere. Like, yeah. how do we uproot that? I don't, man, I, you know. I guess that's a bigger uh, question for the listeners to tell us. Yeah, we'll do a poll on our uh, episode <laughs> post. And say it. But I, it is interesting because I think that um, one way you could say is just get off social media, right? But you have to get news from somewhere. And then people are like, well, the news is kind of what divide us in the first place. Well, yeah, but I think there's enough. Uh, and this is, I mean, every news agency is controlled by a um, company that's making money but mm-hmm. i think that like i'd like to think that they're still stuck in the olden days and they're not manipulating us so quickly as tiktok is tiktok can just change the algorithm and fuck us in two seconds whereas like the nightly news is like well someone had actually had to write this story they had to vet this story they had to look at it um and i know the nightly news is not like the bar to hold everything to but right um i think there are websites you have to pay for journalism i think you should pay for journalism you know, if you want a legit that's story, a, that's pay an for actual, journalism across the that's board. That's a really good point. Yeah. I think I think part of the problem with social media is that it's almost, I can't, I hate to have to say this. Did y'all ever see Anchorman 2? I did not. I, I have not. 
only recently saw the first one. Oh. Did it hold up? I liked it. Good, good. Yeah, I think it, well, I think Anchorman. I'm in a glass cage of emotion. (laughs) I remember that vividly. (laughs) I probably, well, I relate. Yeah. (laughs) That escalated quickly. (laughs) Uh, Anchorman 2 is not as good as a movie comedy, but its point, it might be more of a poignant, like, Mm -hmm. story because Ron Burgundy goes off to the national nightly news um, and he's struggling. He's not as good. And, and then at one point he's like, he does a, he, he goes live to like a police chase, helicopter chase, and it dominates the ratings. Mm-hmm. He's like, why do we have to tell the people the news? Why don't we just tell them what they want to hear? And then it becomes this model for the news where mm-hmm. they don't do anything serious. It's just all squirrels skiing and yeah, just, it's, it's just all garbage news. But his show becomes the most popular show. It's a real sharp commentary on the commercialization and the dumbing down of news, mm-hmm. especially when it's paid for by advertisements. Yeah. Because then you don't care. If it's accurate or not. No, or right. Yeah. You care if people... It's about clicks. Yeah, exactly. And that's what social media is. Uh, look, I don't think we have a solution. Not okay. I think the first step is admitting you have a problem. <laughs> yeah. And I think that we have a problem. Yeah, yeah. And... More and more, I think, as I engage in people, if I do engage with people, like I want to say, like, you understand that this is what they want. They want you to spout nonsense. And no matter what I tell you, you're yeah. not going to believe me because I'm not getting my sources from Alex Jones or whoever the the current right. place that you get. And, and same for people on the other side. Yeah. Yeah. They do not want you to think critically. They want you to read a headline of a tweet or something like that, and think that's, oh, crazy. And we're all guilty of that. For oh, sure. We all, sure. We, all, we all are. Yeah. They do not want us to think critically in order to take those fissures in our culture and make them valleys where there there were no way to reconcile. Yeah. And hats off to the journalist uh, who really broke this story for the New York Times and really, really dug deep and really got ex-employees from this uh, inter- internet research agency to talk on record and things about what they were doing because that's what we need. Yeah, which I know is, is is challenging and hard, but I think you're right. I think we got to spot the sort of the troll type behavior and be like, hold on, let's 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 slow this down and think about this for a second. Do you think we could get off social media and become a better podcast? Do you think we could become more listened to? Uh, we're not. We're not on. Are we on social media? That do we have that much of a presence? I mean, I've been posting multiple times a week. Justin, <laughs> <laughs> do you not pay attention? I have also debated that uh, as a stand-up. I'm like, do I just like? Because there was one guy for just for laughs this year. For those who aren't into stand-up, uh, every year just for laughs they pick new faces, and it's usually about twenty or so uh, stand-ups, and they usually have to audition. And like part of the process is like you like send in your socials and you send in all these other things. There is one. There was one guy this year who got picked in, who has no social Hell media yes. anywhere. I don't know his name because he's on social media. Um, but uh, Harrison Tweed was talking about him. He's like, kudos to the guy who has never posted up one second of good. his stand up online yeah, that's good. awesome who got picked up because he was just good at comedy that's and i was great. like that's incredible that's amazing that like, is incredible like and you know yeah. but at a certain point in this career in this day and age like you can't just like not have socials and get booked at club because like no one's gonna know who you are back in the day like people would just go to like and even today like people show up to comedy clubs being like you know we're just here to see comedy but like it's hard for a club to book you for a weekend so at a certain point you probably will but i think it's super impressive and like i yeah. 
I love that. I'm like, I wish I could just hop off social media. The happiest I've been, uh, it was a couple years ago. I just like a full month, no social media. Yeah. Any, uh, oh my gosh, I got so much done. It's amazing what I you've yeah. done. So I was so productive. Yeah. You yeah. don't realize how much you've lost. And I was thinking about that the other day because, uh, so I was, so the internet hit hard, like right when I was a freshman in college. So I've been on it, you know, since like 95, like constantly. And so there was uh, MySpace, there was Dig. And every time uh, I'd get off one, I'd hop to another one. So you'd go from Dig, you'd go to Facebook, then you go to mm. Reddit, then you go to Instagram, then you go to TikTok. And you keep finding a new, you're like, this one's bad. I'm losing too much of my life. But you just uh-huh. keep giving your life away to something else. And what's it for? I mean, 90% of people aren't using it for promotion for anything. And maybe to like get a happy birthday wish. Yeah. You know, but that's it. So what the fuck? Oh, happy yeah. birthday, belated. Thank you. Oh, Thank was you. it your birthday? Happy birthday. Thank you. Halloween. I had, oh, uh, okay. had uh, you know, I, now I tell people it's my birthday on my podcast, so I have at least two people write me <laughs> uh, on the patron page. So thank you to both of you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it's it's ridiculous that like we give so much of our life away and then we're like, man, my life's a mess. Why? Yeah, because like, what do we truly get out of it? I usually Nothing. hop off. It's because I scrolled because I was bored. I either feel more self-conscious or I'm frustrated that I didn't get my work done or right. like other things like, oh, I could have written during that. Oh, I could have like right. like yeah. answered all my emails. Like it's just like I, I, I every time I like take a, like a long look at like what I'm using social media for, I'm like, what am I getting out of this? Yeah. Ooh, and we, it's hard because like as a comedian, like I want to create funny things yeah. so that people can know who I am. But then it's like I – hate this yeah exactly exactly <laughs> we should create a social network that shows you the things you could do with the time you're scrolling so uh it'll take you three minutes to watch in this video app. you could do this in an uh, app yep you want to scroll for four minutes organize your <laughs> yeah, software exactly uh, yeah. like. well i think uh, uh well let me say this shane i'm gonna call that your final thought sure I want to hear your final thought. What do you think of all? I have one more after this. Oh, yeah. Then I'm going to have final 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 thought. Um, My final thought is, oh, in regards to like Russian trolls or like disinformation found online or like legitimacy of things, um, think first before you post. Think (laughs) first before you comment. I I I found myself especially during 2020 being like uh like you're racist you're like oh, everything yeah. was just so heightened and had I just taken like an hour to just go type it in a draft not post it yep and like <laughs> like it just like you know Letters very you few sing, battles man. on social media are worth fighting yeah very few and yeah. like this is coming from someone who's like had people like post like homophobic things and I just have to go great. I'm actually super glad you did. Cause now I don't need you in my life. Like right, yeah. no need to argue with you. You've made yourself very clear. Thank you. Yeah. Like, thank you for not wasting my time on mm-hmm. developing this relationship any further. Like I, I would just say, take a breather before you post anything, before you read anything or before you believe anything. And, uh, if it seems fishy, it probably is. Yeah. yeah. That mm-hmm. would be my thought. Excellent point. I, 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 as much as I scroll, I do, I do doom scroll social media. Doom scroll. That's a great way mm-hmm. to call it. Yeah. But freaking, that, that reminds me. One of those things that people say is like, who, who charges their phone in the bathroom? Cause that's where Paul Pelosi was charging his phone. Oh, okay. And I was like, uh, people like me that doom scroll all night. So I put it in the bathroom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's not next to my bed. Uh, but I, I get in these 
message boards where I'm just like debating and I'm just like, I gotta win, I gotta win, I gotta win, and I gotta let go of that. Yeah. We all do. And just be like, hold on, let's let's step back and make sure we're not all being manipulated to hate each other. Yeah, which so, we are. So final, uh, final, final, thought. final, final thought. Um, I saw Doug Stanhope uh, a couple two weeks ago, a week ago. Love Doug. Uh, one, I think, one of the best comics of our time. TikTok sensation. Is he? No, <laughs> it's like no I way. I was like, I don't think so. No, uh, <laughs> I don't think he's ever been. No, he's um, but Doug's great. If you haven't, if you don't know anything about him, uh, go check him out. But he said he was. Uh, he goes. I talked to my friend Roseanne, and uh, he goes, she's very smart. She knows she's a mess. But she said, in regards to like, she was like spouting off some like bullshit, like left or right wing bullshit. And Doug was like, does that even make sense? What you're saying? And she's like, I guess it doesn't. No, it doesn't. And then she goes, if nothing's true, what does that mean for comedy? Because without truth, there is no comedy. And if there is no truth, if it's made up every day by both sides or Russian bot farms, there is no such thing as comedy. So I think there's a bigger, mm. besides civilization, comedy's going to die if we keep not having a, a base truth to go on. I like how it's like, besides civilization, comedy. Like, <laughs> I feel like civilization is slightly more important than comedy, but that's just me. <laughs> I agree, but, uh, I mean, I don't know. Comedy helps well, you Well, that's with... a philosophical debate for another Sure, day. sure. Without <laughs> life, there is no comedy. Comedy so. with a big C. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the big C. Is that what that, <laughs> is that what the show's about? <laughs> Listen, this has been amazingly fun. fun. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, before we get out of here, Tell the people where they cannot find you on socials because you're <laughs> yeah. like, well, the irony of now promoting my <laughs> social media. Uh, Ryan Irwin Comedy or Rye Irwin, R-Y-E-R-W-I-N, uh, some platforms. Uh, I can't get my full name because an accountant in Chicago has claimed it first. So, Wait, sure. uh, yeah, if you just type in Ryan Irwin Comedy on any social, you can find me. So, well, that's got a few things coming up in the works, but I can't really announce anything. Oh. Ooh. Oh. Exciting. And listen, if you don't go to follow Ryan on socials, definitely go see him live because he is hilarious. Great. Thank yeah. you. We love him. Thank you for coming on the show. This has been Conspiracy Beer Me. Still Justin Scram. I'm Shane Smith, and this was Brian Irwin. Peace. Peace. <laughs>